fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. I'm Autumn, and together with Jesper, we've run AmWritingFantasy.com. Between the two of us, we have more than 20 books, and our aim is to help you with your writing and marketing endeavors. We are today with Angela Ford, who is an international best-selling author and has an amazing author platform, and she's going to give us some tips today to help us out. Welcome, Angela. If you could give us a brief introduction and tell us a little bit about your writing and how you got started. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. I, wow, I started writing a long time ago and I guess I never really expected to be here. But one of the things that I found so far with the writing journey is that it just takes the time that it takes. So I guess that would be my number one tip. Um, I think nowadays it's really hard when we go online, especially on social media, and people are talking in different writer groups about their income and how much they've made um, from just this month. And it's something like five figures or six figures. And it's hard to like look at that and go like, well, I've been writing for a long time and how come I'm not making that amount yet? But as I found out from just from my writer's journey that it just takes some people, it just takes them, they get there instantly, and some people, it just takes a, a long time. So I'm all about the journey and just making sure that everything is set up the way that it needs to be set up in order to help you reach your, your writing goals. And so for that, um, I do a couple of different things, and I'll share my story. I started writing when I was 12 years old, and that was the first time I started writing fantasy. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Like I just loved writing and I was homeschooled. And so I had a lot of time on my hands because school didn't take up as much time as it did. Like if I went to public school, so instead of being in school for like seven and a half hours a day, I did schoolwork for four hours and I tried to be done by noon. So then I could have the rest of the afternoon to like do whatever I like to do, which ended up being writing. <laughs> among other things, but mainly writing. And I really was inspired by um, Tolkien, of course, yeah. C.S. Lewis. Uh, when growing up, my dad used to read The Hobbit out loud to me and my oh. sister and I have four sisters. And so it was just a lot of fun, like with the all the, like, the doom and gloom and just like the different fantasy tropes. Like they have the drawers that show up on the doorstep and Bilbo is just resistant to this adventure and <laughs> the ring that makes him invisible, like all of those fun things. I just loved how fantasy takes things that you know, don't happen in the natural world and just all like the the mystery and the magic and makes it come alive. And that really inspired me to write. I was like, I want to write something that's that's fun, that that takes all the impossibilities and makes them into this ridiculous story that you <laughs> were reading. And that's really where it started. And it was funny because I remember that I started writing and I wrote um, the first draft of the Four World series, which is one of my more most popular fantasy series. It's the first one that I published. And I remember I wrote the first draft of that. And then um, I kind of switched and I decided to become a musician. And then I decided to go off to college and get a real job, as they say, uh, something that would pay the bills. And I remember like writing just stuck with me. It just stayed with me. And I remember writing even during um, my sophomore year of college, I spent a summer and I just wrote a book because I loved writing and it was a great outlet for me. And then uh, I recall I just stopped writing 
uh, and it was after my laptop was stolen and it had all my work on it. And I saved all my work on the actual hard drive of my laptop. So when it was stolen, like everything was gone. <laughs> and so I just, I just kind of stopped because it was at that moment I was like, okay, I need to focus on having a real career and having a, a really good job and I'm going to do something else now. Mm -hmm. And it was my sisters that really kind of pulled me back and were like, hey, we really want to hear your stories. You should write again. And so I actually joined a writer's group. Um, it was something like write your book in 100 days. And I had that daily motivation just encouraging me to write. And I finished the first draft in my very first novel, uh, The Five Warriors. I remember when I was getting ready to release that book, because I knew I wanted to self-publish, because my main goal was getting my book into the hands of readers as fast as possible. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to go through the process of querying an agent and stuff, because I know that that takes time. Like it, it just takes time. And so I was like, I want to make sure I can get this book out quickly, you know, within a few months to these people, instead of waiting like a year, year and a half, however long it takes. So I remember when I started working on it and I was like, okay, like the first thing that I need to do is start building my platform. I need to create an email list and start growing that. I need a website where people can go and they can sign up to the email list. Mm -hmm. uh, I need an attractive offer because I don't really have anything to give them. So I need to make sure I have something that's fun and engaging or interesting or just so you know why people want to sign up. And then the other thing that I decided to do, I was like, I also need a reason for um, other authors to support my work. And so I'm going to do newsletter swaps, too. And so this was back in 2015. It was kind of before, like, the whole, like, newsletter swap idea was super popular. <laughs> but um, it was actually... Like I just reached out to authors and I said, hey, like I will feature your book in my newsletter um, on this day, you know, just help me spread the word about my book. Uh, so it's just kind of an interesting little swap there. And for the actual growing my email list, I really didn't know what to do other than just do a $25 Amazon gift card giveaway. So I did that and people signed up um, for my email list. That was part of the, the contest. I kind of found out afterwards, those might not be the best subscribers mm -hmm. for people that want to win a contest. And so, you know, go sign up for anything. Uh, <laughs> that's the ideal. But it, it just all started there with um, making sure that I had my, my platform, something to give away, and I could focus on growing my email list. So that's kind of the, the background. That's kind of the, the start to where I began. I love the fact that you knew that you needed a platform. Um, so many new authors don't like have that knowledge, that savvy attitude. So where did you, how did you know that this is what you needed to be successful? Because I know I actually started publishing in 2012 and um, I did do a website, but I, there was so much I didn't know. And at the time, if you Googled it, there was like no advice out there. I, I always joke it's the Wild West days of publishing because, I mean, you could literally do anything and probably be successful. But by the time you hit 2015, when you started, you actually really needed to kind of know what you were doing. You needed to know that you needed a good, good cover, that you needed to edit. These things were so important or you would sink to the bottom. So how did you come into the writing game and actually know that and have that much experience and knowledge? Well, it's, it's funny that you asked that. So <laughs> Uh, like I said, so back in the day, I decided to give up writing because, you know, lost my laptop, lost all my work, you know, starting from scratch is really hard. And oh, so okay. I decided to focus 
yeah, I was just, I was just struggling with it. And I was like, okay, I'll still write, but maybe I'll blog online. And if my work is online, then, you know, it's not going to be deleted. Or if I'm storing something in the cloud, then it's going to be much easier to, if I don't have my laptop or if I'm on any device, it's going to be easy to retrieve that work without losing it completely. And so I decided to focus on my career and my career was actually in marketing. And so yeah, so I worked for a company that did they did development, they did websites. And as I was learning, I started at the bottom and I was working my way up. And one of the things they really encouraged me to do was really learn about, really focus on my own personal growth and where I wanted to go. And the more I worked for them, the more I was like, marketing is really interesting. I'm really curious about content marketing and email marketing and all these different things. Like it's fascinating. And I really want to do more with that. And so as I was studying and learning about it, I was like, I need to work with entrepreneurs who are publishing books because I want to know the behind the scenes. And so I worked with um, a couple of different authors, um, especially one entrepreneur. He had a book coming out and it was nonfiction. So I helped them with the research of it. I looked at what he did for his book launch and he had like a whole beautiful landing page. He had a place for people to go to like see the book. He had the purchase links on there. He had um, oh. the reviews from other people. He had a way to sign up for an email list, all these sorts of different things. And I was like, oh, wow, wait, he really has it together. And I noticed the one thing that made his review really stand out because he got like somewhere around 25 to 50 reviews, like within the first week, I realized was because he had a platform and he already had people on his side that were willing to like read his work. So um, that was, that really put him ahead. And I was like, I'm starting from scratch. I'm not gonna have these people right away. So I need to do what he did. I need to build my platform. That's what I need to do because he already has his platform and he's way ahead of the game uh, with his books coming out. And so, it was really from past experience and working in the marketing field that I really saw like this makes a difference between um, making or breaking your your launch. It's the the whole marketing, making sure you have the things set up correctly and from the get go. And the other thing with marketing is that it can be uh, a quick process or it can be a slower one. But I realized that it would be a lot harder for me to get going if I didn't set those things up right away. And so that. That's what really helped. That's how I knew how to do it. <laughs> that is fantastic. So you saw the power of having that before you even got started. So that is no wonder you were you're on top of it. That's a fantastic way of starting out. And so that was when you published your first book. You already had your website. You had a freebie. You had a mailing list. So when you launched your first book, what happened? Well, so... <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, lots of great things happen. So I was able to grow my email list, I think from zero to about, it was either 800 or 1,000. And that happened within that two month period. Uh, I was able to, the book release, and it was actually a full price launch. Um, I did not do any discounts. I really wanted to make some money from the book. So I believe I released it at $4.99. Wow. And yeah, really. But the thing was, I had a lot of people that were excited about it. I had a lot of friends and family. And so mm -hmm. they were the people that bought that book. And I know like, real marketers really don't go after your friends or family because they're not your target audience. But that's what I had at the time. So <laughs> I did it. And so they bought the books. And then one of the other things that I did, which was really big, uh, was I had an actual book release par party at my apartment. And so that oh, ended up. Yes. And the reason I did that was because 
like I said earlier, my big goal with um, doing the indie publishing route was because I wanted to have the physical book to put in the hands of people. And I wanted it fast. Like, I want this now. <laughs> so when the when the book came out, like the ebook released online and that was a good seller, it was doing just fine. And then um, I had the party and I ordered a bunch of books. I think I ordered like, I only ordered like 30 books because I was like, oh, he'll be fine and stuff. And I had the party, it was great. Everyone came, everyone bought books. Like everybody bought books it was crazy i wasn't expecting it and they were like they paid 15 dollars for the book it was wonderful and they sold me out and then people were like oh yeah like later that week people were like oh yeah i need to pick up a book and stuff and i was like this is working like it paid for itself this is wonderful so i was really excited because that went really well and now like selling 30 paperbacks doesn't seem like a big deal but back then when you're first starting out like every little bit helps like it's like success to be like selling and so after that like book sales were fine i wasn't making a ton of money but i was making around like uh, i believe it was like 50 to 100 dollars a month off of it because then again it was full price and so that actually ended up being something that it wasn't getting as many sales because it was full price and I really wasn't doing anything with um I did not do advertising uh very much I think I did it like the first like launch week I did some Facebook ads and I may have done some Amazon ads later but I really didn't know what I was doing with ads and I felt like I really need to like sit down and take an ads course or really learn what to do with ads before I could really utilize them um, it just felt like throwing money away. Well, not really throwing money away. It felt more like I was using that money to give my book visibility, which might or might not convert to a sale. And so I was okay with spending that money um, for that week that I spent it because I was like, this is all about visibility and I need visibility. I need people to see the cover over and over again. And hopefully one day they will actually buy it. That's also one of the things that I learned. Um, when I was in the workforce was that the rule of marketing is it takes people about seven times to see something or hear about it before they actually make a purchase. And so blasting your email about that one time about your new release is great, but you also need to do it again. And you know, like a couple weeks later, tell them, hey, like, make sure you got this. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's crazy. Even now, uh, I will say that I have my best days for sales when I send a message to my email list. And I always think I'm like, oh, my email list, they're great. They're my super fans. They have all my books is wonderful. But no, every time I send an email, all of a sudden, all these sales are coming out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, you didn't have it. You really didn't have it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> why, why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my, this book has been out for forever. Why are you just now buying it? Get it. <laughs> They started later in the series, and that's just the way it was. That's probably it. Like, you just never know. And so uh, I know, like, there, there are different thoughts when it comes to having an email list. But uh, for myself, I found that it's, uh, it's a powerful thing. And I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't thought to, like, set up my platform, make sure I started building it from day one. So it's a really smart way to go. <laughs> I think that answers your question. I kind of gave some extra. Oh, no, but that to me, it's all very good information because it's just amazing how much I think you've done so well and you've grown so quickly. Like I said, you're an international bestseller and you have how many books out now? You have quite a few. I just released number eight, actually. Fantastic. So, February 2019, number eight is out. Fantastic. <laughs> 
fantastic. That is an amazing accomplishment. And yeah, and you've sold around the world. You've done amazing with your platform. Uh, your website is very top notch and looks beautiful. And of course, it helps to know that you are actually do how to build it. You weren't um, a newbie. But for those who are starting, uh, what's some really good advice for a new author or even an author who's just their sales aren't there? How, what could they do? What, what should they focus on, number one, to create a platform? What's the first step that they should do? Yeah, so I think, number one, it really helps um, to focus on making sure you have something to give people when they join your email list. So a lot of people call it a welcome gift or the lead magnet or just kind of whatever you want to call it. But when they when they go to your website to sign up, um, it's good to have that sign up for my email list front and center maybe at the very top that's like the number one thing especially if you're brand new and then give them a preview of your work so they can understand um, your writing and just kind of leave them hanging or just kind of hook them in with your story and so for that i actually created i used to give away i think like the first like one to two chapters of my first novel like that was my my giveaway for readers and it worked just fine it was great um now i actually give away a full short story that's like nine thousand words uh but one of the reasons i recommend doing that is because number one you're growing your email list so that's mm -hmm. great and then number two you can give people a preview of your work and encourage them to buy your actual book that's out on Amazon or just wherever it's at, you can now encourage people to buy it. And then number three, now that you have people on your list, you can talk to them and you can you can build them up to the cell. And so what what I used to do with my uh, email list is once they joined, you know, I give them the preview a little bit later. I come back and say, oh, I have a quiz on my website. If you want to take it, you can find out which character you're most like. And then when you read the book, you know, you can kind of be like, oh, yeah, that that result was right. Or, whoa, this character is strange. Um, and those two things really help because people do need those reminders. Like they they might get the book and download it and then forget to read it. And then they get an email from you like, oh, what did you think? Or which character are you most like? And they're like, oh, yeah, I need to read that. And so it just helps to really jog their memories. So that's what I recommend starting out. Um, make sure that you're jogging their memories and actually having that conversation. Uh, and then the other thing that I suggest doing is if you really want to make more sales, um, you might want to think about pricing a little bit. Uh, maybe if you have a, a couple of books out already, maybe start the lower, the first one off at a lower price point and then kind of raise the prices on the other ones just to bring more people in and get that visibility online. And then the, the third thing that I recommend doing is just connecting with other authors. Uh, that that is massive because I feel like I wouldn't be where I am today without having without knowing what other authors were doing without having their encouragement and support and accountability and that's huge and so just talking to someone else about their journey and what worked for them and just kind of the tips and the tricks that you can also apply to your platform will help too and so what is your number one place that you like to network with other authors if you don't mind sharing that that tip or at least where you think the best places are to go yeah i actually love facebook groups and i really don't use facebook that much anymore <laughs> like i was one of those people that signed up back in the day when facebook was just for college kids and i was a college kid and so that was the place to be obviously but now with the groups it's just great to have those communities to just have conversations with and so a couple of the groups that i've been hanging out in and where i actually read the posts and interact with them is um 
20 bucks to 20K, that's a big one. And they have um, the yearly uh, seminars or conferences in different mm -hmm. parts of the world. And so that's a great place to go to like catch up with other people and learn a lot and get encouraged to actually like publish your book, get it out there, start marketing it. Because the beginning of the journey, you're going to learn so much once you're actually doing it. Uh, and then um, SPF, um, self-publishing uh, formula by Mark Dawson. That's another great place. Um, I'm actually taking his ads course and that's helped me just to really become confident with what I'm doing with that. <laughs> so, so now it's not just about visibility, it's about actually making money. <laughs> but yeah, those, those communities online and there are, there are tons of good ones. So you just really have to find what works well for you. I've been in somewhere, you know, it was great, but I didn't love the advice. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it because this isn't exactly for me. But it just, it just really helped to just hear what other people are doing, to be able to ask questions and get advice. And people are great. They're willing to talk about it. You get all this free advice. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> true. I mean, how often do you? It's, it's one of the things um, I've said that recently to someone else that one of my favorite things about authors is compared to other professions and groups and even online, they tend to be so helpful. We know that a reader is going to read more than us. We can't produce enough books to fill a reader's TV read list in our lifetimes, even if we wrote every single day. So authors are amazingly supportive. I every time I need to be uplifted, I just go and like talk to you know, go jump on Twitter, jump on Facebook, say hi to somebody and you end up networking and talking or just blowing off steam where uh, my husband's a photographer and it's cutthroat. Don't, don't go on photographer forums. They will kill you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Lethal. If you want to be depressed, go on a photographer forum and you will feel inadequate. So, but that is fantastic. Is there any last tip that you want to give to wrap up before we move on? Oh, well, my other tip would just be, don't be afraid to get started. Like you have to get started because you need to learn, you need to make those mistakes and you need to improve so that the next book you bring out can be even better. And then the third one will be even better. And I just feel like it's a journey. It's kind of like walking up a staircase. Like every, every time you release a book, you get closer to the top. And <laughs> that's kind of like a, a stair that you've accomplished, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so you just keep going because eventually you're going to get to where you want to be. It just takes time and patience, but you absolutely have got to get started. And, you know, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Like it's people are ready to cheer you on. And like you said, there really isn't any competition because, you know, I release my fantasy books. I'm really excited. I tell my advanced review team, you know, I work so hard. I spent months working on this. They're like, great. I read it in one sitting. Wonderful. What's next? And I'm like, I don't have anything else. I don't like go here. Here are the people that I recommend you go read while you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and that is true because yes, I mean, that's why we support each other because uh, it takes, even if you're a fast writer, you're talking maybe a month, but I mean, three months, you've got to do the editing and the artwork and you know, maybe you let it sit for a little bit. You've got to do world building, especially with fantasy and plotting and characters, especially if you switch. I just recently finished up, um, I've been writing in one fantasy world. I switched to a new one. And that first novella was so hard because it's a new world, new character. It was so much to figure out and build. Um, it was so easy to write the same characters, the same world for six books. You're like, I dream in it. I mean, it was like, you know, I, they're my best friends. It's not any effort and suddenly it's all new again. And it was harder than I remember the first time around. That's okay. And 
I agree with you. I mean, if you don't start, so many people want to write and you know, they want perfection. They don't want to do anything until it is perfect, but you don't even know what you need until you put it out there. And yeah. so, yeah, it should be edited. It should have a good cover. You should do professional level, but you will learn so much more and you will look back five books from now and be like, oh, I just didn't know that. <laughs> I still so, look back and I'll go, wow, I just didn't know. And now I know. So it's just, it's a learning process, but it's wonderful. It is definitely uh, my passion and it took me a while to figure that out, but I, there's n I will never stop writing. The internet could crash and we end up in a post-apocalyptic world and I'll still be writing somewhere. <laughs> it's just who I am. It's how I define myself. So see, thank that is wonderful because I feel like that's <laughs> Spirit of writers. We don't write because we know we're going to make X amount of money off our next book launch. We write because we love it. And I mean, what you said was absolutely perfect. I'm just going to say yes. Yes to that. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today, Angela. And I will put links below the episode to your websites so everyone can check you out. And thank you for the tips. Happy writing. Thank you.